teacher's walking around her class and in her hand is a glass of water. She proceeds to ask her students, how heavy is the glass of water I'm holding? The students immediately begin to share their responses. She smiles and replies, from my perspective, the absolute weight of this class really doesn't matter. What does is how long I hold it for. If I hold it for a minute or two, it feels quite light. If I hold it for an hour or so, it's going to make my arm really start to ache. And if I hold it for a whole day, my arm will be in agonizing pain and would probably start shaking before going completely numb and then I'll drop the glass. In each case, the glass doesn't change. The heaviness depends on how long I hold it. Your stresses and worries are like this glass of water, guys. Think about them for a while and nothing much happens. Think about them all day long and you will feel completely overwhelmed by negativity and anxiety. You may feel like you're incapable of doing anything else until you drop them. So in this way, we can begin to understand it's not the negative thoughts themselves that are the biggest part of our problem. It's how long we're carrying them. Hey guys, it's Colleen. Welcome back to Butterflies Don't Wear Underwear. Let's try to have a little discussion today about some of the types of negative thinking patterns that we all engage in. Let's try to focus on putting down that glass or at least not carrying it as long as we usually do. So here are some of the negative thinking patterns I know I have personally become an expert in. The first is anxiety and worry. And as Mark Twain said, I am an old man and I've known a great many troubles, but most of them never happened. Worry is when your thoughts focus on a future event which hasn't even happened. Then you start to imagine tons of things that could go wrong and you start to think, what if happens? What if this happens? And then you're in this horrible place of catastrophizing and thinking of all these worst case scenarios. You may also find you're thinking a lot of, I should have, I need to, I have to, or running through the to-do list over and over again until you feel so overwhelmed and stressed. And let's face it, anxiety and stress can result when we hold on to stressful and worrying thoughts too tightly, just like that glass of water. And then there's the always fun ruminating on mistakes. So when we ruminate on mistakes and perceived problems from our past, this often creates a heavy load of negativity. We may play these bad choices, wrong actions, or embarrassing moments over and over and over again in our minds. Sort of like that thing you wish you didn't say at the party or the mistake you made five years ago that you won't let go of. 
When we're stuck in a thought loop about what we've done in the past, we honestly can't fully embrace the present, and then we can't move forward into the future with greater confidence. This pattern of thinking can keep us stuck in cycles of feeling worthless, guilty, or even ashamed. Hey, there is nothing wrong with reflecting on past experiences because this is really how we can learn and grow and mature. Negativity pops up when we dwell on a situation without any true intention to learn, solve, or move forward. With this rumination, we end up feeling like we're punishing ourselves. We wish things were different, then we beat ourselves up about it. It's like holding the weight of the glass for too long. This rumination can end up causing us agonizing pain and hold us back from being our best selves and living our best lives. And then there's the always great self-criticism and never feeling like you're good enough. We all have a voice in our heads. It talks to us all day long in the form of constant thoughts. Sometimes this voice can be helpful. It can alert us to things that we can do to achieve our goals or solve problems. But most often, guys, this voice is our own worst enemy. And sometimes it can even be a bully. It is constantly putting us down, telling us we're not enough. That self-critical voice raises doubts, points out our flaws, and questions the way we're living our lives. You know and I know most of us would never speak to someone else the way we speak to ourselves. That inner critic can be incredibly harsh and mean. When we make a perceived mistake or have a setback, this voice goes into overdrive and it brings us even more suffering to an already difficult time. All this negative self-talk and self-criticism can crush our confidence shatter our self-esteem and make us feel completely unworthy and unhappy. Sometimes this self-criticism can disguise itself as self-improvement. And hey, there is nothing wrong with having goals and improving our circumstances. It's important to have those. It's a different headspace though when the motivation is, is that we don't feel like we're enough. In this state of mind, We're constantly pushing our body and mind to the limits, trying to be someone that we're not in the eyes of the world. When we're chasing achievements, trying to attain status and recognition for these reasons, we're just trying to compensate for feeling not good enough. And this can often lead to burnout and huge feelings of emptiness. So really, the path to feeling true self-worth is through releasing those thoughts and telling yourself that you are great just the way you are. By releasing, you can learn to feel whole and live a happier, more joyful and meaningful life. And let's not forget focusing on negative and fixating on the problems. Negative thoughts usually revolve around only focusing on what's going wrong in our lives. Our attention becomes fixated on and often exaggerated, guys, 
on difficult or unpleasant aspects of situations, people, and events we've experienced. This is where our minds will often downplay or overlook what's going well with our life and puts the majority on the focus on what's not. So, for example, you may have a wonderful family, great food to eat, a great job, a safe and cozy home, but then your car breaks down and it's all you can think about and focus on for the whole week. All week you're feeling frustrated, angry, and depressed because of the car. So you've allowed this situation with the car to dominate your thinking and negative emotions come up as a result. Well, all the while, you're forgetting about all the great things you love about your life. So when we become so absorbed in what's wrong, we can't notice what's right. And dwelling on these unpleasant situations only makes us feel greater levels of stress, unhappiness, frustration, anxiety, and negativity. So what's the key here? Easier said than done, but it really comes down to gratitude because you can't honestly be grateful and negative in the same moment. So why not use all that energy that you're using to focus on the negative, to focus on what's going well and make yourself feel better? Why do we have these crazy negative thoughts that just come so easily to us? So let's do another example. You're at work, you're doing a presentation, and every one of your colleagues has been asked to provide you with feedback. Five of the people give you amazingly great compliments on your work, but then you have one of your colleagues who criticizes it. Which feedback do you think you'll remember most? Which one might keep you up at night? Let's face it, most likely the one person that was critical. That focus on criticism is normal and it's not our fault. This bias has been hardwired into our brain through evolution because years ago the world was a dangerous place it was important for us to learn from negative experiences so that we could outwit predators, avoid threats, and actually just survive. This way of thinking is all about possible go-wrongs, and it kept us safe. Unfortunately, our brains haven't caught up because today we don't live in a world where there are constant dangers but our brains still operate this way. So we hold on to these negative things even when our lives don't depend on it. The key is not how to stop the negative thoughts, which we feel like we have to do, but it's more about transforming them. There isn't a person on this planet that does not want to feel great. So if we could instantaneously stop negative thinking, we would. We would have done it by now. But most of us, if not all of us, are at a loss with how to stop negative thoughts from occurring. And this is in part, part of the problem. 
So what do we do when they pop up? We try to push them away. We distract ourselves. We try to become numb to them. We ignore them. But this only causes us to feel stuck and sink even deeper into negativity. When we try to drown out or push away negative thoughts, it may give us short-term relief, but it only amplifies them over the long haul, ultimately making things worse. Have you ever heard the saying, what we resist persists? We can't just replace negative thoughts with positive thoughts. If we could do that, everyone would be okay. Overcoming negativity is about changing the way we relate to our thoughts, as well as being able to steer our focus in more helpful ways. So what can we do? Well, let's just chat briefly about four tips we can try in our life to help us transform the thoughts. We can certainly try to name it, to tame it. Name it, to tame it is a powerful, simple, tried and true tested technique. This is how you do it. When an unhelpful thought or emotion arises, mentally label the thought pattern and then let it go. For instance, an unhelpful thought comes by and you say to yourself, ah, negative thoughts, here I go again. Or you can even shorten it by saying, I'm thinking. In this way, you unlock what's going on and you unhook yourself from believing the thought and taking a step back from it. It's almost like you're saying to the thought, I see you, but I'm not buying into what you're selling. You can even bring a little bit of humor and have some fun with it. Trying to mentally note something like, ah, radio doom and gloom is playing again, or dark thoughts and clouds, I see you. So after the mental moat, you try to let it go. You stop giving it your full attention and you really try to shift your mind back to what's happening in the present moment. As soon as we name it and try to shift the focus back to the present moment, we stop the battle in our thoughts, minds, and emotions because we're gently training ourselves with a new path of peace and ease. This allows us to go within for greater self-awareness, compassion, respect, and vulnerability so we can go without shame, invisibility, and a lack of self-worth and awareness. We can also be mindful of these negative thoughts and then let them go. So we have to practice being the observer of our thoughts rather than being hooked by them. It's like being in a baseball game watching it instead of in the playing field in the thick of the game. Once we learn to recognize and unhook from negative thoughts, we become free from any impact they can have on us. So we don't need to know how to stop the thoughts. That's not the actual problem. The problem is when we get hooked by them and believe they're true. So be aware, 
and let them go after you say, yep, I hear you. How do we get unstuck? When we are no longer stuck in our thoughts, they lose their power. Once we try to see thoughts as mental events, we don't take them so seriously. We don't automatically believe or obey them. Then we can try to shift our relationship with our thoughts. Not hold them so tightly means we're not going to be as affected by them. Imagine you're lying in bed and you look out and you see that it's raining. Once again, the thought arises. What a crappy day. Instead of buying into that thought, you can observe it and say, hang on, it's just raining. You watch the thought, what a crappy day, come and fall away. And since you don't attach to it, taking it seriously or believing it, it generates no negativity and passes more easily. So guys, the ability to recognize unhelpful thinking and step back from it can be totally freeing. And honestly, it can change the quality of your whole day and eventually your whole life. Let's face it. These tips are easier said than done, but it's not impossible. You're capable and you are in complete control of your thoughts. It's totally up to you. And this is not an easy process. Some days you'll get it great. And some days you won't be able to do it at all. But the point is, is not judging yourself or holding yourself to some unrealistic standard and thinking that you somehow can't get it right. Because guys, at the end of the day, we're all on this crazy planet together and we all just want to try to get through it with love, peace, kindness, and understanding. And guys, please never forget to take off those underwear and keep flying.